Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. So Logan, the big elephant, is still in the room. This Activision Blizzard King purchase, well, Microsoft purchasing ABK, basically. (laughs) It felt like we were almost there, on the cusp of it just being done and dusted and for lives to be moved on with. But unfortunately, we've got a few snafus to work out. There's appeals and the CMA is still pissing around with... If there's other concessions that can happen, but I do believe that this time next week, should there be an episode in case there's, you know, I always say it's in case there's a tragedy or we just decide to retire next week. It could happen. I keep warning people not to take this for granted. You know, we talk All about good things come to an end. We talk about hand in pocket, but that would help to stop a, a snap retirement like a footballer who just had enough. Deli. Sick, sick, well... That's what he did. I he went, I looked in the mirror. Well, I haven't listened when, to it yet, but it sounds could like... Could just been this. Sounds like a disaster for the lad, but... Yeah, it was. I mean, this is obviously a different sort of bin in it. I mean, he was binning it on the basis that he was thoroughly sick of everything and whatnot. Yeah. But this we'd just be just... binning it on the basis of purely a commercial decision that we just go, no, yeah. not economically viable, not worth the, the paltry return... It no. generates. So anyway, I thought it was best to lead with the uh, the ABK stuff and, and Microsoft's purchase or intent to purchase that because it felt like there's some big developments with the FTC basically being shut down, uh, not being allowed to the preliminary injunction being dismissed essentially, and there's an appeals mm. process which will go through. There's some key dates coming up. So July the 18th is the date that um, you could in in theory, yeah. Blizzard could, Activision could walk away and take three billion from Microsoft and you know go about their business. There's like a there's a clause in there that if the deal's not done by that date, in theory they could do that. I would suspect that if there are still delays, which it feels like in a matter of weeks this would be resolved. But again, we're not really experts on how this how long this stuff takes. That even if it wasn't done on July the 18th, they'll just hash out an extension and say, look, we're we're probably a month away from setting this. Let's just Let's just carry on with this. We'll do it for mm. another month and we'll we'll take the 70 bill, thank you, and all the shareholders will be very happy with that because that'll go around a bit more than what free bill mm. will. Um, but yeah, not going to comment too heavily more than that really other than just to lay the put the lay of the land out there and when, if and when it is finally done or close to being done or formally announced, all that stuff, we can then get into some probably some interesting discussions about what they do with everything because there's a hell of a mm. lot of movement that's going to be happening over the next few years should this end up going through. But any comments from you? I mean, it's all a bit of a... It's more your wheelhouse, all this court crap from younger years of you, but it oh, just yeah. seems like a real, yeah. as we've discussed before, a real ball ache for everyone involved. I'm just waiting for my cheque to come through from Phil. I've got these <laughs> shares sitting there. Yeah. So that's what I'm waiting um, for. I'm waiting for it to come through the post. Phil signed it. He says, there you go, Mr. Apps. There's your... your uh, if your, it goes through, you're just going to sell it. Or are you going to hold it? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I've got to look into exactly what happens. I'm not sure whether you just get given the equivalent Microsoft shares or whether you just get the cash. Oh, sorry. I see what you mean. So yeah. because it's a mer- 
Mm. I suppose it depends how they run it. It so, does, yeah. They, they, apparently, they will keep it a separate entity, but Microsoft will own the... Sh- I don't know. This is what I need to look into. Really, yeah, I, I actually yeah. don't know whether I'll just get given a lump sum of the value of what is paid, or they'll say, okay, you've now got the equivalent amount in Microsoft shares, and then at that point... I don't think it works that way. No. So I don't think you'll get a, like the equivalent of like a dividend or a portion of it. Just get what, the cash. Well, no. So what... Get nothing. What I, I lose. Hello? No, no, no. So the way that I'd expect that to work is in the share price. Like, mm. So the share price will intrinsically go up because of because of that, and that's where you'd be quids in. And then you on at that point, it'd be my responsibility to sell at that price to yeah well to you'd go well is it going to get any higher than this or do i like do i just cash in up to I, d- I don't i could be wrong on that um well i'll find I out i'll find out in real time yeah. report back but i think it depends you're right it depends on exactly how what the details are on how they actually you know construct the the deal but mm. if they remove abk from the market for example then there's no shares to be added at that point. And I think the, sh- the shareholders on, the, on a minor and a major thing are just paid the value. But yeah, yeah. I, that's I, what I, I, when I did it, that's what I read could it. happen. But I didn't yeah. care to look at it too much. Mm. I mean, it's not millions of quid, fortunately. I haven't got a million no. quid, believe it or not. <laughs> Sitting here looking at um, this, would I? <laughs> I had a million quid in the bank. I don't know. When you look at some of the million and billionaires, like that guy care. that owns that bloody crypto exchange... Mm. Looked like he'd just been dragged off the streets. He He's a... probably spent all his life at his computer, though, and profited now. Well, he has, yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, I don't actually know what's going to happen. I'd be interested to find out, because maybe you're right. Maybe, because you technically own part of that company, why would you not be entitled to some of the profits? Yeah. But I don't know whether that would be some sort of, I, they call I, it a corporate action. I was getting a little email saying, here's the shareholders meeting on this day and all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I could have attended. I don't yeah. think I had enough to ask anything, but I could have attended, should I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. chose to, but... Yeah. Interesting. Well, keep us updated. We'll Obviously, do. Obviously, you don't have to tell us mon- monetary values. It ain't life-changing. It, ain't it doesn't matter. It's free, you know, sometimes you take a punt in life and you get rewarded. That was always my philosophy on it. I was like, I know this is not a guarantee, so I'm not going to put a load of money in it. I'm going to put enough money that I think I'm happy with losing a great portion of and not be annoyed at. And that's how you got to play the game. Yeah. I was Always, never... it's like what you do when you go to a casino. Yeah. Only gamble what you can afford to lose. I mean, no one can afford to lose anything really in this life, but don't but... be, don't be banking your mortgage on it is basically the, the philosophy of life. No. Although if it comes off, life-changing but that's not what's happened here anyway so i think i think hopefully on the next episode or the episode after that Mm. we can confidently sit here and say right this is definitely happening or definitely not maybe i don't know what happened for that to to be an occurrence Mm. and then we can talk about all the shit that can yeah marks have got to figure out what they're going to do with and that'll be basically let's not get drawn into speculation yet no all we know is that i'm under the cosh and we don't know what's happening with my payout and my check from phil maybe i should just dm him and say look friend of the show what actually happens and it'll be complicated because it'll be through this fucking app that i've used to invest in there's all commissions yeah, yeah. i'll probably end up worse yeah. off and then i'll be like well that's why you don't get involved in this nonsense that you don't it should really be okay understand. those well, apps so. normally charge what's Pins. called an execution fee so yeah. you usually get charged on the way in not on the way out so mm. there you go i don't know though no we'll find you might out. have to you might have to speak to her majesty's 
revenue and customs, though, depending on the value. That... My view is they should be telling me if I've overstepped them. I ain't got time to tell them. I don't think that's how it works, though, is it? Their view is so you tell them what you've got and they'll make the decision. Why can't they just look? <laughs> well, they do for some of it. So if you had a That's what I mean. Interest... They should be doing all of it. Don't do some of it, you daft bastards. Yeah. It's weird. Some of it, they go, you tell us. And some of it go, we'll let you know. Yeah. And then they expect you to know the difference. And if you don't do it, they come after you and go, you're a fucking criminal. You go, well... Oh, hang on. Hang on. Right, make this easy. No. I'm not sure I could handle being like properly self-employed to have to do all that every well, year. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you pay people to do that pretty much for you. That, that well, this is the problem. So my brother's self-employed. And we're going off on a tangent, but we love a tangent. And this is life stuff. He's self-employed. And... He completely fucked it, forgot to save his tax up, and then they went, yep. Yeah. And he went, ah. Mm. They just asked for it, and you've got to pay it. Well, yeah, and it's like, well, so you're either super on it, but he was like, well, my accountant basically went off sick for three months and didn't tell me. So <laughs> he got the letter, they got the letter through, it all went through the accountant. The accountant was off sick, and that was it. So this is how it can go in life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm completely on board with you there. Um, Self assessments and doing all that crap. I'd rather have pay as you earn. Yeah, that's why I'd enjoy. But we'll see. Well, I think we're at the end of this th- this saga. Mm. It's going to go on 18 months. So it is a that's saga. Bad, in my isn't eyes. It? I know. But yeah. then again, I always said that it's so big that, of course, it's not just going to get waved through in two months. Yeah. Like, of, of course, uh-huh. it's like, it's one of the biggest mergers or acquisitions in tech, all of tech, mm. let alone the gaming industry. It's just. A huge, huge deal. Oh, yeah. like, it's massive. Even outside of tech, like, that's a huge acquisition. Yeah, yeah. And look, it deserved the scrutiny. It's got it. And there's been concessions made by Microsoft that's going to help gamers, it seems. They would have known that as well, I suspect. Oh, yeah. They, you go in with your highest bid and they go, hang on. And you go, yeah. all right, well, well, let's do this, this and that. And they'll still get what they want out of it. Make no do that. They're going to be making a lot of money. They're already making a lot of money as it is, but even more mm. so now. Anyway, this is Idle Game Chat, the video game podcast. Stimp Digital's flagship show, and only show, in fact. So, is it even called a flagship if there's not even supplementary content yeah. out there? Don't know. Let the other, let the audience decide about that. One day it might not be. Um, someone might come back to listen to this and go, true. oh, this is the flagship show. Interesting. True. That is true. Got myself apps, running the operations, as I used to say. And it is an operation. There's all sorts of screens and windows and level checks up and recordings. And I mean, it does it. it you yeah. just press a button now and it pretty much does it. But back, it was worse back in the day when we started and only had audio. Do you remember we had to do like proper like pre-audio checks where we'd record something for something like 10 seconds. You'd yeah. have to go back, you'd have to leave the call, you'd have to yeah. test the audio, come yeah. back and go, yep, I would still forget to press record sometimes. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I should do that now. But I'm so complacent that I don't. And actually, it wasn't two, three weeks ago that it cost me. I ran a stream the week pre or the weekend yeah. previous, and I'd moved the levels down on the um, on, on desktop audio, which is what you come out of. And mm. I didn't put it back up when we were talking to you. So when I had the master copy of what we just done, your volume was lower than mine ah. by, by half. And I had to run it for a level later, which I've had for ages, which does bust the. Um, the quality a little bit but not so much that you're better off having even audio where you sound the same sort of volume as me yeah, yeah, rather no, than great, a yeah. little bit of 
extra mm. noise. Again, it's only people. People are wearing all manner of shit on their heads these days. I mean, I've got this <laughs> this set here. Look at this fucking thing. This contraption. Audio listeners can't see it, but it's basically a headset that don't go in your ears. It goes around the back of your head and sits on the yeah. bones on the outside of your ears. Twenty five quid. That's not going to give yeah. you fucking 3D quality audio, is it? So I don't think, what's the matter? I've seen people wearing this shit all around London, and they've got enough to buy proper stuff. So what's the point in making the effort of people? Anyway, if you want us to make the effort, patreon.com forward slash digital is the place to go. Hashtag I guarantee we'd make the effort, though. No, definitely not. You used to, I, I think they've taken away goals now on Patreon as well. So you could, in theory, one, one day put like, oh, if we earn 10 grand a month, we'll put the effort in and put that as a goal. But I don't think you can even do that anymore. <laughs> I love that. I love the idea of going ten grand a month and we'll put the effort in. We'll start trying. <laughs> Dear me. Right. So here we go. We've got EA Sports FC twenty four. Yeah. It's had its full reveal, release date. It's got cross play, which I didn't know was a thing that wasn't a thing on pro clubs. I thought it was all cross play, but mm. uh, apparently not. Ultimate team and more. We've Just got- on pro clubs. Well, that's what it says in the article, and I don't know enough whether that's whether it was that was the only thing that didn't have it, and they've added it, or whether that's always been the case. So again, not quite right. prepared with the uh, with the facts. First thing I want to get out of the way with it is when when you look at this on like VGC, which is the website I frequently cite, it will say yeah. EA Sports FC twenty four. Okay, you go into like the the I don't know. You go into you look at the label, and it says FC twenty four, which sounds better to me. I think the guys want to call it FC24, not EA Sports FC24. Because EA Sports FC is a fucking mouthful. Do you agree or not? I think it's all shit, isn't it? Well, I mean, I remember the it. days of like, like, what was it? Like eFootball, eFootball or something like it was. Yeah. What was it? IS. It used, to be, it used to be International Superstar Soccer Pro. That's it. ISS. Yeah. Then went to Pro Evolution Soccer. Then sort of down to yeah. PES. Now eFootball. I've never even really liked FIFA. No. Like, as, a, as a name. Like, I don't know. I just think something football. They, I mean, there's got to be a way of naming a game in a more catchy way than going EA Sports FC. Well, no one calls Madden EA Sports Madden 24, do they? They go Madden 24. Yeah. In the same way we used to go FIFA 24, FIFA yeah. 23. So I think we're going to call it FC number going forward I think. I think so yeah because people ain't gonna do that mouthful and the EA Sports will get dropped but yeah it's just shit and it they've really not thought this through in my in my view I do maintain I'm not gonna sit here and say I know the answer of what it should be but I do maintain there was a better option out there somewhere than FC 24 FC number there was, there was you something can imagine else them sitting in a room and then you see all these people are nodding to it and you're like the only sane person <laughs> in the room that's going <laughs> What are we doing? Like you've been there, I've been there, and you go. It's, well, what I find it's normally on a conference call or a video call, and then you'll be sitting in a room with like two people. There'll be other people off site. Someone will say FC twenty four. Your mm. boss or someone will go, but won't say anything. <laughs> They'll just shake their head, and then it'll just be waved through, and that'll be that'll be how it maintains and goes through. And, you, yeah, it... and you're sitting there and you're thinking, how's that got flagged yeah. through? Like, what, why have we not? Like it, it's just bizarre, isn't it? But um, I imagine there's obviously some element of EA Sports wanting to get their their name out there. That's in terms always going to be badged on it, isn't it? I mean, like, that's always going to be inevitable. But yeah, but there you go. September twenty ninth. 
We've got old Erling who's going to be on the, the box. I think there's a, mm. like a Premier Edition that has about 17 people on the box, so he's not... Who cares? I don't care about that, no. It's coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PC and Switch. So you get a legacy yep. version of that. Now, it's got the full UEFA suite here, which is interesting. So you've got the Champions League, got the Women's Champions League, the Europa League, that Europa Conference League for the Hammers, the Irons, and the Super Cup. What's the Super Cup? Is that the That's the Europa versus the Champions League. Champions winner, League, yeah. So yeah. What, that Conference League doesn't get anything then. Doesn't even get a third place. Play- they should do a third place playoff, Europa League versus Conference League winner. And then it's they- not a third place playoff. Is no, it? So sorry. The Super Cup is like just between the two winners of. It was basically it was the Cup Winners Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, there's three of them. There's three cups. They've got a- the two lower ones should play each other to have face the Champions League winner. Is what I'm saying. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, sorry, I'm with you now. So a mini league. Who's running that UEFA now? Is that? I, can't I don't it's, fucking know. The next crooked anymore, bastard, allegedly. No, who was it? Set was it? Set was FIFA, wasn't it? It was Platini. Set was, was FIFA. Yeah, I don't actually know. Who is it? What are we looking at? Europa. 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 You. What is he called? Europa. President, probably. I President. That that's it. I was thinking CEO. Alexander Seferin. Yeah. He looks like a crook. He'd done a... Speak, we were speaking about Delhi earlier. He'd done an interview with Neville on that overlap um, yeah. YouTube channel. It's actually quite interesting, but um, he weren't happy with that super again. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Interesting. Third term. That must have been ages yeah. ago, Patton. I, I think he went unopposed last time as well. And, uh, I'm sure Platini went under a cloud of controversy. They all do. They all get found out eventually. Someone sucks it out and that's the end of it for them. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. They all get sussed out. They'll, get, they'll find out. Mind Any- you, sorry, I'm just going go through. It looks like just, most of them are unknowns. But anyway, go on. Let's carry on with the podcast, shall we? Rather than me researching your way for presidents <laughs> of the last 30 years. Well, it's a light week, so it's fine. <laughs> and we'll still run over, so... That's the way it always goes. Two additional women's leagues, the Google Pixel Bundesliga and Liga F are joining the Super League, which is the English Super League, and the uh, mm. we've got the National Women's League here. Uh, yeah, so women are going to be in the ultimate team for the first time in history. I wonder if that's going to be a separate team, whether they're able to play cross. Like you'd have no. better... You think it's to be separate? No. Well, there's no way that you could put the two together. No, well, I'm playing the AEW game, and you can. I know wrestling's a little bit more out there, and they do do intergender <laughs> yeah. matches, but they don't do intergender matches in AEW, but they do in the game. And you can just get, like, Chris Jericho to slam Ty Mello yeah, into some it... thumbtacks and bust her head open. Yeah, but if you think about... You can. <laughs> I don't know why that's caught me off guard. <laughs> thumbtacks. <laughs> you can set fire to the table and slam her through that if you want. <laughs> really take it out on them. Not sure. If people have cottoned on to what you can do in that game, because normally that's, a, that's usually a problem, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, they have. Um, but no, I mean, everyone chooses. If I put it this way if the woman, the best woman player, the best female player in the world was better than some of the male players in that position for whatever reason, they'd, yeah. But I think but what, it's widely accepted and it isn't controversial to say. No. Well, you're saying no. 
No, no, you, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say they're useless and they can't play against the men. I know that's what you mean, but I'll, I'll paraphrase it for you. I was gonna... but what I was going to say as a counter was that in the game, they may be rated similarly, yes. in a similar manner that, are, that you wouldn't know. Well, mm. If they are, that's a nonsense, right? Yeah. And I think this goes back to the point. It's like, clearly, Raheem Sterling is quicker than, not, if not every single female player out there. So then, this would be my problem: is if it's in the same, you're, you're why? Mm. Like, what are you doing? Like, because there'd probably be silver maximum rated players. Like, you're never going to get in those those top echelons. No. Um, so you would expect segregation the, here. A segregation uh, that would that would be what makes sense. Does football manager have the women's mm. tournaments and leagues? Currently, no. Interesting. It will do. Oh, yeah, it will. No, no, no. It's already been announced. It will do. Oh, okay. I think actually, I think I may have even said that on an earlier yeah. podcast. Yeah. Just, yeah. No, that's fine. The next one will. Um, but I don't know. I, don't, I, I do wonder like how much actual demand there is for that. Like, it's fine. I don't mind them putting it in there. But I, I don't know whether... I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to know, and not even just so that I can go see. I told you it's a waste of time. I would genuinely be interested to know, like the play figures, if they have. They but must have fucking some data. Like, there's like the Greek league in EA. Do you know what I mean? There is so yeah, much yeah. toot in these yeah. games. Let's say toot. There's yeah. like lower level, non-popular stuff that is in these games to build a real world scenario and yeah. to give players options. I think that's. Ultimately, what it comes yeah. down to, it's like... We yeah, know... and again, I've, I am fine with it. Like, I'm no, not saying, why are we wasting time? But I would... It, I don't know. You know, when it adds something, like, there, there's a big thing made of it, right? And I understand, like, there's a lot of folks on women's game. And after, I think it was over the last World Cup or Euros, like, there was a big hype after it. And I was like, yeah, I understand. Like, I, I get it. Yeah, they won and it was... and the men can't. Yeah, and I was full... I, I, I was fully for it. I was like, yep, yeah, I can understand that. But... Like continuing to like add them into other modes and do I, I'm again I'm fine with it but it's like how does that fit in with the ecosystem? To your point, are they going to be together? Are they going to be segregated? Like yeah, I don't um, know. That's it's an interesting one. That's my yeah. I would I would assume it's a segregation. Maybe it's written down mm. somewhere and I haven't seen it. But this fucking article from VGC doesn't give us the detail. So we cite Lacking them and praise the necessary them. Necessary detail. Well, here's the next lack of detail. Pro clubs mode will feature cross-play for the first time in franchise history too. Mm. Doesn't mention about any other modes, so there's no way of me telling. We should have got Parky on, he knows about all this. I should have at least yeah. asked him. But So pro clubs is where You take you control of one player. Player. With her yeah. You know, you six to eight of you probably play yeah, 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 yeah. So we did that for a bit. Um it's, I mean me it makes sense. Me, you, Pee Wee and Robbo did it once. Yeah, yeah, Cop we did, yeah. Made our Played own, a few games. I had that giant yeah. up front. Yeah, and then Cop was some absolute giant midfield, yeah. central midfield bustler, I, I think, if it. I remember rightly. Pee-wee was a centre-half, and I think I was chucked out on the wing somewhere. <laughs> Just what a horrible life. combination. Yeah. Just chucked out wide, stay out of trouble. <laughs> Do the running, Chrissy. Stay I'll in those channels. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a good addition, but it does make you wonder. Just do the whole lot. Like It seems to be... You know, on most games, it's it's kind of an accepted thing now. Cross part, cross platform games. Mm. I I am pleased to see it, but 
Yeah, I think I'm with you. It'd be a bit odd. Like, I should be able to play someone on FIFA on a PlayStation on my Xbox, like, irrespective of game mode. There's no, in my view, there's no reason to, to say yep off. to pro clubs and then no to a friendly or whatever. Like, that'd be seem a bit of an odd thing. But maybe pro clubs, to your point, was the last one to, maybe to be introduced. Mm. Hypermotion 5, it's what EA have said, not my words. Hypermotion 5 is our biggest leap forward in realism to date. Trend- I ain't having it. Listen, translating the rhythm, and f- the rhythm and fluidity of, of real-world football into, and it, this is now in capitals, the world's game. They've, that's like a statement now. Using volumetric data from over from more than 180 professional men's and women's football matches that allow us to reflect real-world movement in-game more than ever before. Now, look, they've cited a bit of data there. Over, more than 180 matches... That ain't a lot. Think how many football matches take place across just Europe every weekend. It probably eclipses that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that seems like a low data set, if you're asking me. I mean, what if it's fucking Watford v West Brom they've been watching? How's that going to translate? It's just shit. It ain't It's changed. bollocks, isn't it? It's, it is the thing that annoys me, I suspect it does, right? If you went back to FIFA 12 <laughs> and played that versus FIFA 24, like 12 years of iterative changes. Yeah. But... The problem for me is is that they don't like they don't right I'm I'm not going to labor this point too much but I probably will so if I do stop me but in football manager like they've got an a spreadsheet engine. you know how that engine works it's a macro right? isn't it yeah but you know how it works and then they bolt something on and you go okay well I know how the basics work I'll, work, I'll, I'll, I'll spend some time understanding this bolt on. Yeah. Now, FIFA tends to speed up play, slow down play, add new mechanics, take them out, change how this mechanic works. Like, and you're forever like learning. Mm. And I, I don't know whether that's accidental or deliberate because to, to prevent like fatigue, so you don't just get on it and go, it's the same game. Like, mm. That they're actively doing stuff all the time, but it's like some years I pick it up. I remember I picked it up, and I haven't picked it up for many years. I'll be honest, and it feel like really slow and sluggish. Yeah. And then other years, like you'd pick it up and you'd go, "Fucking hell, this game plays like all around pace and everything." And I, I think that's what that's what annoys me about it is that. And every year you hear this word like the most realistic ever, the latest engine, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I pick it up. I'm like, it's arguably 99% the same. You've just changed some stuff around. Like, They've got two more bullet points here, citing new improvements. <laughs> it's horseshit. I'm what? not having it. Play styles, they call this. Optimised by, what's that data? Opta, is it? You know, yeah. Going beyond the overall ratings to bring, <laughs> going beyond overall ratings to bring, to, to bring to life the on-pitch abilities that make players special, each play style gives players unique capabilities you'll see and feel that make their way of playing more authentic. I feel like we've had this with traits. I feel like we've had this with abilities yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So that's what play style is offering. Then we've got an enhanced Frostbite engine. Sorry, that- just on that earlier point, you know what they've done, yeah. right? They've said players that have got this group of statistics yeah. or these, that's how they play like. Yeah. That's all they've done. Ronaldo They've can gone, hit a knuckleball. Yeah, like <laughs> Ibrahimovic, Haaland, they can like absolutely fucking wallop it. Declan like, Rice can run around longer than most. Kante in that but like well, it ain't rocket science. You and I can do it. Well, Henderson shouting, put him in a bucket with someone else. 
Have they got the Saudi League? Well, I mean, if they... Well, well, at some point, they're going to have a lot of players over there that people yeah. want to play. As I, I By imagine. the end of this summer, they will. Yeah, <laughs> they certainly will. I might have to look that up in the in a break mm. when you're waffling. Enhanced Frostbite Engine delivers the world's game in lifelike detail. Bringing the a world's new, game. Bringing a new level of immersion through redesigned player models, smoother animations, and visibly unique characteristics that make each player special. Again, it doesn't make each player special because the further you go down them leagues, the more generic these poor fuckers end up, <laughs> don't they? We've seen it years over years playing with South End when they were in it. They were just carbon copy generic mm-hmm. faces with the skin yeah. colour and hair colour done and the attributes of like. But I was corners. fine with that. No, I was, I was, with that. I was genuinely fine with that. Like, I don't understand this. Like, it's great to have realism and all that kind of stuff. It's a simulation game ultimately, and I'm fine with that. But. I remember I used to play, I can't even remember what it was called, but I had Christian Vieri up top and I fucking loved it. Yeah. And it, I, was, I, was, I didn't care what he looked like. To me, it was Christian Vieri. Um, and it's just a strange, I don't know, I feel like they've got really sucked into this like, and this is a common complaint I have about games anyway. They get sucked into realism mm. rather than enjoyable gameplay. Wow. Simulator. Um, Yes. But That's what you said to me many years ago, why you preferred FIFA over Pro Evo, because it gives me that simulatory experience. And yeah, I- but it still had an enjoyable gameplay underneath it, right? This and I think... Hypermotion 5. The reason FIFA lost me is because, and football games in general, is because all of them tried to go for this, like, hyper-realistic setting of of football rather than an enjoyable like the best way to enjoy the game yeah um yeah i don't know that's just a side point i've got about not just even about like sports games but about games in general is that they go for this they get sucked into everything being hyper realistic rather than hyper enjoyable well, I've got Hypermotion 5, which we mentioned earlier. Only available on PS5, Series X and S and PC. So if you're on Xbox One, PS4, Switch, you're SOL on the Hypermotion. Anyway, I looked at the Saudi League, and yes, they actually announced that um, back in 2022, EA Sports and the Saudi Pro League licensing agreement extended until 2026. So you can bet that'll be re-extended in a few years' time, probably for even more money as that league builds in uh, in player power and star power that's where that's literally where ultimate team is taking place in real life i feel like correct <laughs> yeah it's, it's ultimate team slash football manager is happening <laughs> right it's unbelievable i think one question that i don't know applies to this podcast necessarily but is how are they applicable or are they not to financial fair play i think financial fair play is a european initiative it's you wait yeah. for sanctions and um um and and controlled so they fall outside of it yeah. i believe that's also but I, I, I just wanted to pick your brains on that yeah so they're all they're offering jordan henderson 700 grand a week so what are we doing <laughs> no real agenda against jordan he does a lot of shouting but seems a lot of money for that yes that is a lot of money for him let's just leave it as that for old jordan before the pool fans start adkins will get annoyed with me Anyway, one question left. Obviously, the yeah. brand has changed. It's not called FIFA anymore. It's going to be called this FC24 and FC20. Do you think there's any any drop in sales or 
based on just people not realising where it is or what it is. I mean, I'd Biff message me saying, is this the new FIFA when he saw like the reveal? And I went, yes. And that's all we needed. But even he wasn't 100% sure, but he would have found mm. it out if he just cared to enter it into Google. Do you feel like most people who want it will find it? And, you know, parents that are buying it for kids, which is obviously it's a very popular game for gifting yeah. and whatnot. Mm. Do you foresee any problems for EA now that they've lost the FIFA badge on it? I, I, I no. I mean, there will be the odd few that go. I'm looking for FIFA. Where's FIFA? And they'll go. Oh, it's this. Yeah. Like, I think there'll be an element of that. Um, but I, I would suspect, and I don't know this for certain, but in the existing FIFA 23, they must be there must be some sort of alert or something within, like the menu that I says. I want to change all the billboards and the pitches to right. So I think there must be that going on as well. I don't know, but if I was doing it, I would expect that there is an element of betting the seed for yeah. EA Sports FC 24. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there'll be a minority of people that are like, what's this? Where's that come from? It seems to be FIFA, is it? Um, but I don't think it will materially impact yeah. their, their ability to market and sell the game. Because the inertia is people want a football game and they'll go, all right, where's that FIFA? But they won't just give well, up. Well, is dead. Oh, yeah, right, exactly. E-football's, eFootball's gone, pretty much. It's there as a free-to-play offering now, so it's a completely different model. Yeah. Like, people are going to go into game or wherever. They're going to go into the shop, you know, the e-store or the PlayStation yeah. store. It's going to be in the same spot it always is, like a big market in prominence on the, on the main page. And you're just mm-hmm. going to put two and two together and realise that's what it is. Yeah. And it'll, it'll probably say somewhere in the description from the makers of FIFA... Yeah, here's, yeah, here's a new football game. And, like, it'll, and after this year, that'll be the end of it. They'll be hooked onto FC 25, yeah. 26 going forward. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, there's probably there's going to be things like search engine tags. So if you yeah. search FIFA 24, they'll come up here. Like yeah. it's going to be all this stuff that will just make it super easy for people to identify. It. There might be the odd person that's a bit like caught back by it. Wow. I think Cop started playing it, and he said he didn't know that it was going to be renamed. He went, "Oh, all right." Like that was literally it. Mm. Like it, it, there's no, there's no kind of like reaction beyond that. So yeah, yeah I imagine it will be fine. Not going to not buy it. Anyway, <laughs> that, that's FC twenty four coming out September. Loads of goodies if you want to pre-order, but that's going to be coming very shortly. Actor claims he's playing main character in Call of Duty twenty twenty four. It will reportedly be a new Black Ops game set during the Gulf War. Luke Charles Stafford claimed on social media channels that he'll appear in the unannounced game as a character named, Rat- named Ratcliffe. So, as you're the Call of Duty man, I don't know if you even care about these campaigns these days. And this is uh, 18 months away from now. But um, yeah. Golf War setting, which seems like an interesting... I mean, he's actually... Is, I don't really care about these campaigns anymore. I wouldn't pay 70 quid for him, let's put it that way. Now, what's going on with Xbox and whatnot, that may not be the case at some point in the future, but Mm. this has supposedly been a Treyarch game as well, which I I can't remember. I can't keep up on which ones are good or bad, but... Sledgehammer, real poor. Treyarch, poor. Infinity Infinity Ward, good. Titles. Some people disagree, though. Some people prefer Treyarch style and map design. It's, that I do have to add is personal preference for me. Yeah, but sledgehammer is shit. Yeah, that's that's universal, is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Is this of any interest to you in a Gulf War setting? No. Do you even bother with the campaigns at all? No. Do you, do you even try them? Do you even think, oh, I'll just play an hour just in case it gets hooks in me? I, I, don't, I don't care <laughs> for them. The, the thing is, is they're like, if I was to grade them, I'd probably say they're like a C plus B minus. Like, yeah. they're not bad. They're actually reasonable. But when I'm thinking about playing a single player game, I want it to be B plus and in the A's. Yes. Like, that's yeah, yeah, where yeah. it gets played. I don't want to play, generally speaking, games that are acceptable, like from a single player, like especially if I've bought it for a multi a multiplayer setting. That being said, there were some interesting little additions, like co-op things and things to do mm. within the new Modern Warfare that were quite cool. Um, but I... I I don't know. I find it interesting that people still do these and the amount of effort they put into it. Like, I actually kind of think fair play. Like, they are still trying to make a good. Which one was it where they, where they didn't make? Is it is a Black Ops of sorts where they didn't do a campaign? I think it might have been the year they did Blackout. Yeah, and I remember thinking that's the end of it. They're not going to bother, but seemingly the next year they returned with one, which always seemed yeah. like a weird experiment. They floated out there and then. So that's the one, I think, where they binned off the single player and they released the um, Battle Royale instead. Mm. And a lot of people actually really liked that Battle Royale and they were they were disappointed that they... Black Ops 4 l- it was. Right, okay. Yeah, and, and, um, and Blackout, which was the first yeah, go at Warzone, yeah, yeah. what that would become. Yeah, a lot of people actually really liked that and were disappointed when they didn't follow up with something with Blackout. But anyway, that's a side story. The gameplay of that looks shite, by the way. I really wouldn't have enjoyed that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think... I sort of tip my hat to them and think fair play because the actual overall package of Call of Duty oh, yeah. in terms of value is very good. Like, it, you get so much content and they support it in a, in a really good way for, for the period of the game. Like, you can't knock them for that, but... No. You know, it's it's interesting. I I don't understand. I think they're running out of wars to cover. I think it's a real problem for them. Um, yeah, like it's 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 tricky. Well, in fifteen years, they'll they'll be going after Ukraine, wouldn't they? Let's be honest. Fifteen, twenty years. Once that's if and when that's resolved, it just gets rolled in. Once it's been a certain amount of time, they go right. Let's yeah, base one it's in like there. Vietnam tick. Like actually, yeah. I don't think they've done a Vietnam. <sighs> Maybe that's still twos. To, um, I get confused. I, no, I don't. I don't know if they have. You know, um, World at War did Pacific, I think, which obviously isn't. Yeah, they armor, did. That, yeah. Was, that was always mm. felt. I was like, oh, that's a bit different because World War Two for most of the you know games for a long time. Then in the modern era, it's. I mean, Black Ops has always been a bit weird in that they're not always full scale wars. They're black operations behind. Yeah. You know, enemy lines yeah, yeah. and whatnot, so they can kind of be a bit more creative with it, but. Mm. who knows they're still chugging along yearly releases are going to be coming without doubt and they're not going to stop that well whilst it's a cash cow anyway exactly listen to this one yeah UK monthly chart so not the European one this is yeah just UK lower rung 82% of Street Fighter Final Fantasy and Diablo Diablo and F1 sales so they're all the games that came out in June not mm. all of them, some of the big ones, <laughs> were digital. 82%. They are, yep. they are. I mean, there may be a couple missed off, but they're probably the big releases of June, like name-wise. Yep. And in the UK, I believe they took the top sort of five-odd spots for, for most mm. of it anyway. 
That's that's insane. Eighty-two percent. Well, I mean, it's UK only, but yeah, I'm surprised that it's that high. The slant. Um, why? Well, eighty-two percent. Yeah, but well, I, I, but why? I don't know. I just feel like it would be sixty percent, so, and I wouldn't why, bat an eyelid. What's the advantage these days of me getting up off my ass, going into town, paying for parking? I'll order online. I'll take a fucking get Amazon. 20 minutes of hassle. Amazon. Do you want to buy this fucking controller with your game? Do you want to insure it? Do you want to this and it? Oh, this do you, like do all that bollocks. Um, come home, get all fucking stressed out in the traffic. Like when I can sit here and there da- go. just go download. But you've painted one scenario. I've just painted another. I'll go on to Amazon. I'll go. I'll get Diablo Four. Yeah. Retail delivery. Same day when? delivery, thank you. When? Well, now. I could do it right now if I wanted. When's it coming? Today, same day, by 10 o'clock. Right. I can go on there now, press download, and I can play Yeah, it. you can wait all day for those servers to wake up. 500 meg broadband here now. Those Xbox all and PlayStation fiber. ain't using that. They're, they're, they're capping all that. Anyway. So, but my point is, and, and there used to be an advantage because digital was priced over physical. So you'd have to pay for the convenience, right? Mm. So I used to be able to go on there. It'd be £55 for a download. I'd go into a store and it might be 45 That gap has basically gone. Mm. 63 quid. So it's a slight saving seven of seven quid to do it off Amazon yeah. rather than digital. So, but the gap has, has changed, right? And mm. I think most people are just like, I want to play it. I can get it now. My broadband's good enough to download it in a reasonable time frame. Because don't forget as well, back in the day, like you used to have like 35 meg broadband. It would literally take you two, three days to download yeah. a full game. Right? Yeah, and I can have a game downloaded now, full game, within a couple of hours. Like The accessibility just makes it so much more attractive to people. And let's mm. be honest, COVID's changed people's buying habits because no one could be fucked to get off their ass anymore. <laughs> Everyone just wants to order everything <laughs> online. and have it. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, true. It's true. It's true. It's just reality. Like It's changed people's buying habits where... Like, Accelerated that not going yeah. to shops. And whatnot. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to buy clothes. I'd rather, have them, I'd rather have things either delivered to my door. I don't want to go and get it. I want it to come to me. Right, and that's just the reality. People's buying habits have changed. The, the the how people buy games are changing. You know, everything's much more available and digital. So, I am actually surprised that people still go and buy things in physical. <laughs> wow. But that being said, the way to do it, if you're clever and not lazy, is a hundred percent to go and buy physical and then trade the fucker in. A hundred percent. It's the right thing to do. Um. So I don't ever want them to remove physical. I think no. that is a slippery slope. But I can understand why everyone is moving at a more rapid pace toward digital sales. Yeah, eighty-two percent lazy. And I'll people. give you the. I'll give you as well. Just sorry, I know, I don't, I know we're going to run over. But the, the other example, the precursor to this is films, DVDs. Music, CDs, like music and CDs gone, essentially. Well, like yeah. most people that want that stuff are now just like on records. Like they just they play want vinyl. They want the old, vinyl, old school because right? it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a better eclectic. way to consume yeah. it. And it, yeah, and it's a collector's thing, right? But there's very few, de- very little demand for CDs. 
I don't know anyone now that uses a DVD player to consume. <laughs> I haven't even got one. I've got these right. consoles in here, but in the in the main room, there ain't even a, a, a device there Doesn't playing. exist. Doesn't exist. If it, ain't, if it ain't on digital, you ain't watching it, right? No. That's the reality. No. Um, so why would gaming not go the same way? Not insulated, is it? Um, I, I, I just think we'll be sitting here in a few years' time and it'll be more games would have gone digital only. It'll be the way that we consume this sort of media. If yeah. we're not on clouds fully yet, but the, the, it, the, honestly, I can't see it. I can't see it go any way but closer to sort of ninety-five percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, At least in the UK, I think we're very much we're, lazy we're very bastards. Much, yeah, we do everything. We tap everything. We don't like. It, it's just the way that we 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 do things here now. You go to a Germany. They don't understand the concept of tapping. They don't understand like <laughs> it's cash. And so, it's, well, you can, but it's like. It's, it's 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 people still go to the banks. It's still very much a bank cash economy. Mm. So, you, like when I've whenever I've been to Germany, you go and buy stuff in a bakery, and that, it's literally like cash only. Yeah, there's like, places in London. There's bars in London mm. you go to, and well, this was only probably twelve months yeah. ago, if that. Yeah, and they were card only. I go to Black Sheep for my coffee in the morning. Yeah, when I'm in London. No cash. Hard only. It's, that annoys me. I've I'm got 50 quid out, out for nothing. Almost out of principle, I want to go no, but they do nice coffee, so I have to concede on it, which annoys me a bit. But it, I'm like, just take it. Like, how can you refuse legal tender? I want to ask that in there, but it's too well, early most of the time. Also, like, I always thought from a business perspective, like, if you take cash, you're not having to charge, you have to have to pay a card fee, a merchant Yeah, fee. you are, yeah. Like, you're... 1.5% minimum out so, the door. I just, it's, even for them, they're giving up money for a level of convenience, yeah. aren't they? Because yes. they haven't got to worry about cashing up at the end of the fucking day. They haven't got to worry about cash yeah. going missing. It's like, we'll and take the 1.5% loss on each <laughs> transaction. We we'll probably just will, put our price up a little a bit. cost for a courier that they'll <laughs> have to have to yes. courier cash and all that sort of stuff. So, there, there is a cost to them that they've probably netted off and just gone, well, bin it. But it does annoy me. And they've like, put those prices be... up by 50p, probably. Yeah. Uh, it is that. one of the most expensive places to buy coffee that I've found. But anyway, we digress. Black but the coffee. point is, you know, yeah. And they mm. do something called Robusta Revival, right? So Robusta is double the caffeine. Cool. Yeah. So that's the reason it's installed is because it, it, you get from a single shot double espresso style coffee does it and taste, it tastes strong right, it does taste stronger it's not just yeah. they're not just pumping yeah. mm, interesting no it's like genuinely like nice coffee so that's mm. why I have to is it busy in there no well this is the best thing as well you get the app right <laughs> you get Here the app go. you can order the coffee yeah so I get off the train, I order my coffee, I walk in there and it's on the side they've just made it you pick it up you go thank you and off you go interesting so, where's this I mean, place? I need to go there. Well, there's one down Fenchurch Street, and there's another one down East Cheap. They're all like they're dotted around the. They're right. dotted all around. But next time you're in London and you walk past one, give it a go. We yeah, specifically just... go to the East Cheap one, so I can't vouch for others. Right, but you'd but expect there to be a similar level of quality across the. Agreed, I'm struggling yeah. to find decent coffee where when I go in, it's Caravan real... City by right. Cannon Street and Black Sheep. They're, they're the, the two that I know. 
basically it's avoid Pret, avoid Burleys, yeah. avoid Starbucks, Costa, and avoid the one that's okay. avoid the cafes in your own office because they're normally dreadful. And don't don't <laughs> ever drink the coffee in your own office. No. <laughs> yeah. There's people in my place making their own coffee, like with like I thought about it with instants and whatnot. It's like a big jar of that, and I'm like, what? You just I thought about taking this boy in. Yeah. <laughs> you have people just trying to... to pour their own though. Well, yeah, leave that on your desk, and yeah, someone will go, yeah, they will. Anyway, there you go. But anyway, yeah. So I, I'm not surprised by the digital sales, and no. I expect them to just continually, at least in the UK market, to to creep up over ninety percent in time. It looks like how it's going to go. I'm interested because the European sales, I might return to doing those because I think they keep us honest. Those sales charts. So yeah. when they're available, I'll 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 mention in there. Normally, Chrissy Dring from Games and Shop is, does does the yeah. breakdowns of interesting stuff. Diablo 4 obliterated all competition to be the clear number one in the UK and was actually the second fastest game of the year after four weeks behind Hogwarts Legacy. So that really has been a massive success. Does that success. put it further on your sniffometer or not? Well, we spoke earlier, didn't we? I'm waiting for Phil's check to be <laughs> coming through the mail. And then at that point, that should mean this goes on there. So there's no need to be handing over money to Blizzard whilst yeah. they're independent. Like, I can sit here and wait. It's funny because earlier in the week, before the before the uh, FTC decision kind of got squashed, yeah. uh, the president of Blizzard said, uh, Diablo 4 is not going to Game Pass. And I was like, well, when Phil's your boss, it will be. <laughs> it will be. It, you, I don't know why you'd come out and say that the week of like, uh, we, we're expecting a significant shift either way. Because yeah. once Phil takes the reins of that, he'll be going right. How do we get it on there? Do it. Yeah. There's no. I, if they, we'll save the conversation for the. I think that's going to be yeah, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I expect to happen. So at, at this point, Diablo Four is question purchased. Because yep. I'm aware that we get drawn into speculation and we're probably overrunning. But would you? Do you think they will not put? They'll only put exclusives on Game Pass. Like anything that's cross-platform, do you think they will leave, or part of the agreement might be cross-platform, it can't go on Game Pass? So I suspect there are. So for Call of Duty, for example, the, yeah, the the report suggests there is an agreement in place between Sony and Activision that no day and date Game Pass or subscription services for Call of Duty until twenty twenty five. Right, because they've okay. got the marketing rights until that point. As part of that deal, yeah. Sony go, well, we can't give you the X amount of money and then you chuck it on a service day one because it just it cuts our... Yeah, what's, yeah. The, what's the point in this? So, But once those expire, I expect... Mm. Well, Call of Duty will go on their day one. That's, that'll be multi-platform. I expect Diablo 4... Because I look at things like Minecraft Legends, which is yeah, a low, true, lower yeah. rung, but is multi-platform, day and date on Game Pass, but you buy it for 50 quid on... PlayStation. It's just a, yeah. it's a money spinner, isn't it? You've got an audience over there who are still buying games, and mm. for your guys that are in your ecosystem, you're offering them extra value. Yeah, true. So That's a good point. Yeah, that would be my prediction if I had to predict, and I have. Drawing kind of... one out, I draw him out right at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Put that in the title. The more the, prediction. The more complicated things will be things like World of Warcraft, but I will save those conversations for another yeah, day because. That's a subscription-only game to access, and it's kind of like, mm. does that stay? Does that become Game Pass? And then you, I don't know. We'll talk about it. 
when it's all done and we're happy and I've got my money. Yeah, once that check's through, we'll get into speculation. Absolutely. Right, I'm going to transition out of this. I don't know what I'm going to put on there. You already know because the title of the, the episode is giving it away. But Logan and I are done for this particular segment. So we will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Dimp Digital Voicemail Service. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, Apps here. I'm going to be speaking about my recent playthrough of Middle Earth Shadow of War. Why am I doing this? Well, I'm speaking about it on this voicemail dump because I didn't think it deserved a full segment on the show. Um, so that's why I've done that. But the more important question, why... Why am I playing this game, you know, over five years after it's kind of came out? The reason for that is because I actually didn't finish the game, in quotations, back in 2017. I did all the way um, until Act 3. And at the time, there was a fourth act, um, which, in my opinion, after having given it a, a go for a few hours, was a grindy, bloated mess. And it was essentially having to defend the fortresses that you'd, you'd taken throughout the game. If you failed to defend it, you then had to attack it and retake it. And you had to do this 20 times. And obviously, if you failed a fortress and had to retake it, you had to do that again. So actually, if you failed all your defences, you could be doing this 40 times. You know, attack, defend. Or sorry, defend, attack, defend, attack, defend, attack. And it's just... It was there, in my opinion, to try and tempt people into buying the loot boxes which were present in the game and the orcs with with real money you know completely marred the game at launch and, and throughout anyway i did it for a few hours and tapped out i was like this is just ridiculous a that i've got to do this at least 20 times if not more and every single stage is an escalation on the uh, power level of the orcs that will come in my way and at that point there was no reasonable way for me to level up my orcs without massively grinding or paying some money to do it so i binned it about a year or so later uh, monolith dropped a massive update that removed all the loot boxes and any options for you to spend additional money and they also significantly shortened act four and renamed it as an epilogue with some additional story dialogue to kind of tie it closer to the the actual ending that takes place but since i saw that i've always kind of wanted to go back and finish it Anyway, the long and short of it is, I started again and decided to go through it. And it's aged really badly, in my opinion. Um, I mean, the open zones that you, you access, like the open world parts of it, are so small. They really are small in comparison. They're, they're, they're not designed in an open way either. There's a lots of um, kind of what I call landscape corridors where they funnel you <clears throat> through tight zones to get to kind of like a, a, a base that's there. There's no... There's, there's small open zones, but they're all kind of spoked off. Um, and it's just not a... It's a chore to, to traverse in this game. And there's, there's absolutely no connection between the open world and the story missions. You know, you might be in, a, in the middle of a big fight, have 50 orcs up your ass, and you can just walk up to a story mission icon, hit RB, and it will unload all those orcs, reload the story mission, and guess what? Everything's disappeared. There's no carryover. There's no connection between the story missions and the open world stuff. It's not seamless. It's, it's completely disconnected. 
And then really the, the combat challenge in itself seems to come from numbers rather than interesting battles or strategies. Like they just, in order to make the game harder, they think, well, let's, let's give you two captains at a time, three captains, four captains at a time with 10 orcs, 20 orcs, 50 orcs, 60. And it just gets ridiculous. Like it's just a complete mess. I could never get to a, a place where I felt like I was seamlessly managing it. I mean, I got through it. It wasn't it wasn't really a hard game per se, but it didn't feel very satisfying. I just felt like this was a, a battle of attrition or relied on me running away and just stealth attacking the, the captains or the, the bigger enemy. So, yeah, not very interesting there. And it's a, it's a shame because the Nemesis system is very interesting and it was nice to see some of the expanded features in this. And the fort kind of defence and attack mechanic or, you know, segments of the game should have been great. And they weren't either. They, they just you know, just completely end up unwinding into another mess of just orcs and you and powers and all sorts of crap. So it's just all the interesting stuff's buried in this tiresome, repetitive and boring game. And for that reason, it will not be going into the Dimp Digital Gaming Gallery and certainly will not be showcased in my personal exhibition. Cheers. Here we are then, back with some gaming impressions from the governors of gaming. The gaming clique, <laughs> the leaders of it anyway. Uh, we've got Adkins here, doing some Microsoft. Oh, Big Phil's got me. He's got me by the bollards and told me that I've got to start completely... You've got to finish, all my, you got to finish the 2021 games, he said. <laughs> so, let's kick off with Halo Infinite. So, first of all... Brief background on you and Alo. How do you how do you two get on? Me and Alo have a re a rich history. Yeah, uh, went back to the old days of the Xbox OG, the OG Xbox. Did you have one? I, I had one. Yeah, I had. Well, actually, that's a lie. My brother had one. Yeah, and I swapped it with him. What did you swap? <laughs> a GameCube. <laughs> I feel like you. I, well, hmm. Don't know if I did there. Um, <laughs> he at the time I had a PS2 and he mm. bought an Xbox because do you remember there's a, a WWE Raw? Yeah, and he he bought that and I was like, hey, you bastard! I really yeah. want that. So he pl- after he played Raw, he was done with that. Um, and then I had uh, the GameCube and I was like, oh, I really want that fucking Halo. <laughs> so I, I ended up swapping it with him, <laughs> but strong arming him to get it out of him and come away with that and then bought yeah halo and played through it didn't ever play it online until must have been free i don't think i ever did no no i, I never did three was two. The... no two yeah two was on original xbox as well wasn't it yep. yeah kind of like I a year afterwards or something crazy like they fucking wrenched yeah, it, it out they, like really actually. close after but mm. so yeah played that loved it at the time thought it was brilliant um two even better incredible then three Free was probably where the peak of yeah. Uh, actually, no, probably, it might have been peak. Maybe uh, Reach, really like Reach, but yeah, went through Free, and that's where the online bit came in because I was that was when Xbox Live was at its its top prime, um, and then ODST I dabbled in that as well, and Reach I fucking loved that one. It was like might have been one of my favourites, um, but after that. 
I hit a bit of a lull and I didn't ever buy, I didn't get four or five on release. Oh. Because I, 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 I didn't buy an Xbox One until probably about two or three years after it was released. Because mm. that's when I delved into the Master Race and told Elbra that I won't be needing <laughs> these new consoles because yeah. I'm now Master Race. <laughs> um, but it wasn't until years later, I think I bought it on. I bought, I bought four on 360 and then played like two missions and never went back. Right. And then it was only, I don't know, it's it probably a good five, six years ago now, that then went back to it on Xbox One. I, th- I think on that Master Chief collection yes. I played through four. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was when I bought my Xbox One. Waiting for Halo 5. I, it came, yeah. Halo Guardians. Guardians had come out and so played through four and five back to back and had a torrid old time. Yeah. Um, Stinkers. So yeah, so it sort of hit a lull. Three and four, uh, three and um, Reach were sort of my peak of the Halo. So I've always, I've played all the mainline games. Um, yeah. I've not delved, uh, I had a friend that I used to work with at Lloyd's and he was like the Uber uber hater used to read the books fucking right, uber. yeah really indulged in the lore and he sort of got me into it a bit like i was quite interested in it but yeah like i say because i, I didn't get xbox day one but he loves that Master- tv show yeah. <laughs> must be a dream come true for him it probably is actually yeah <laughs> takes his helmet off and go oh what's going on here fucking hell um so yes yeah hit a big lull and was very late to system and then, so yeah, Infinite was the first one that I was back on track for release day. Nice. There we go. So I guess the people are querying this because, so I'll, let, look, I'll give Akin some slack in that we record these sometimes in batches, so they don't go up for a number of weeks. But the audience will no doubt be asking, why is it taking him eye on six, seven, however many <laughs> months it's been, to to finish what is essentially a ten hour campaign yeah. that he got on release day in November, <laughs> I want to I want to explore this and what's Explain happened. This. Explain this. Explain yourself. I did. I was listening to your spoiler cast and you were explaining this to Evan mm. about how Atkins picks up these yeah. games and then plays them for two weeks and then and goes back to them like eight years later. I was like, that's exactly what I do. And it, I, it must, it is infuriating. I'm infuriating myself. But this, unfortunately, along with two other games which we'll review. Yeah was dropped for a little tiny game called Elden Ring. That didn't come out till three months <laughs> after that. <laughs> Don't give me that. Like, uh, was there something else then? That well, the nearest thing for? that probably came out, I'm thinking, would have been Pokemon in January. But it's a 10-hour cat. Like... Yeah, I don't know why this got dropped. <laughs> it wasn't like I even was sick of it or anything like that. I just, no. I don't know why, I just stopped playing it. <laughs> I know you tried to play Demon's Souls around that time because you was like, I want to do that before Elden Ring. So I don't know if that knocked it off and then it never... Yeah, that does ring a bell now. I'm letting you off the hook here. Something come along and I I, I, I get in these ruts sometimes as well and just nothing 
can get through and I will just drop everything like and I'll I'll have like a two week gap or three week gap where I just watch like films or something. Yeah. And I won't even look at that Xbox. <laughs> so it, it might have been that's what's happened, but yeah, I mean I've I mean I was jumping on the online of this quite early doors. Um, yes, that's obviously true. it came out before the campaign, didn't it? Yes, um, yeah, we had that so period. Period there. So I remember jumping on with Ga- Gallia, was it? Yeah, Gallia and yeah. and uh, even old Peewee was jumping on. Then we had our big night. Yeah, we had our uh, Xbox booze game. up. That was it. Yeah, that was brilliant, that was. And I was really enjoying it. And then, so yeah, when the campaign dropped, yeah, I, I, I sort of played it for a. a I feel very short. I think I only played it for like a week and then dropped it, dropped it like a bad habit. But it wasn't... I remember at the time thinking like, I've dropped it, but it's not that I wasn't enjoying it. I just stopped playing. Yeah. I don't know why. But um, but no, no, this was, yeah, back back in the Halo. And yeah, I was quite hyped for this after seeing, like, obviously the huge delay and stuff. I was one of the few people didn't think it looked that bad you know i didn't think it looked on that original showing when they released that trailer right and if, like, when that craig monkey was there and there was yeah the like... craig monkeys so i didn't pick up on him at all or anything i wasn't blown away by it <laughs> he's <laughs> fucking brute in it yeah, they do like monkeys brute. don't they or apes <laughs> or whatever they do it was that's a I, brute that's an absolute gaming brute. click I says did, <laughs> I did pick out the, the the technical the popping and stuff like that. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's not great. But it's early. The, we don't know what. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. In terms of that, and then we got the year delay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing, mind you, seeing the first one because it had been so long and I hadn't really been keeping up. They were doing like some sort of logs, but I didn't watch any of them. No. Um, where that's just sort of gone out of my brain, I, I couldn't tell. If, like it looked nicer and free. It wasn't until I actually saw sort of the um, Digital Foundry comparison, I was like, oh, that is a feasible upgrade, you know, yeah. in terms of textures and God knows what. Um, so seeing that, that did really get me quite hyped again. Um, so, yeah, I was all in, all on board to jump in. <laughs> but, yeah, so I did get it done. Then, yeah, it got dropped. So when did it come out? November, did it? Yeah. November, so, and then when did Elden Ring come out? Uh... March? Early, March, early, early March. Yeah, it was the first yeah. week of March or the last week of Feb. So this got binned completely over Christmas and into the new year. Yeah. Well, Pokemon came only... out late January, so you picked that up, didn't you? And that's yeah, that's another that one that's not, as we record, it's weeks. been finished. So yeah, that's, that's fallen by that's the wayside. Back, that is. And then by the time it you got into good. mid-March, we had Horizon lurking, so you played that basically yep. for a week. Well, maybe more than that, actually, because you, Hor- you didn't get Elden Ring day one, did you? No, I didn't, no. A couple of weeks, no. you strained yourself, no, and then... That's right, yeah. yeah anyway, Halo Infinite was the, the, the casualty of that. Yeah, it was the casualty, but alas... So after multiple Ring months was... of playthroughs... On the on the campaign, we can talk a little yeah. bit about the multiplayer if you want, but I feel like most mm. of this is going to be focused around yeah. campaign. But what's your what did you make of this thing? Because we've got grappling looks an open world recipe yeah. for absolute success. Phil said, "I was going to say, I've got to say, I was quite up on it to be honest. I I did enjoy my time in the the Halo Infinite. I thought it was um, it was a breath of fresh air for the franchise having this thing, but it did." have um a seat like a 
things of sort of familiarity. Like when you went into these, there was a lot of repetition that on the mission fronts. That that's that was a bit and of a in just the environment. Yeah, and just the environment. That exactly was, that. Yeah, it was a bit of a barren wasteland out there um, with the odd thing here and there. But yeah, sort of going to these waypoints and then you'll go down into a whatever they fucking called it the library or god knows what exactly the library (laughs) into your library boys when when you was in there that was it you go down and i was like oh i'm just playing halo again it's just you know this claustrophobic narrow environments where i'm going through and absolutely drilling 400 little fucking Grunts. Grubs or grunts. <laughs> Grub. Goblins. Jeff Grubs down. <laughs> yeah. Fucking blow um, him yeah. away. Absolutely blow him away. Yeah, the, the grappler. I mean, oh, it'd be interesting to go back now and play Halo 4 or 5 Mate, without that grappler. I, I was, was thinking this, yeah. It, it is, would be an absolute stinker. It feels like such a cheap, not cheap, but it feels like such an obvious introduction to so many games Yeah, that I would agree. Like, going back to... Even like Halo 3, which is considered great, mm. and even like 1 and 2 look fantastic on the Master Chief collection, just not yeah. having that flexibility. Because going it, back to the multiplayer. Yes. You don't get it. Oh, that is, get it, that's one of my biggest not... gripes, that it's, it's, a, it's <laughs> yeah. a pickup and you only get to use it four times. Because I got so used to using the mm. grappling hook in the, in the campaign that then it's stripped away from you. I was like, oh, this really does mm. neuter the experience. Yeah. Because it, for me, I was just using it subconsciously for nearly everything getting around up that hill I'm not going to run up there I'm just going to go then when you come to an enemy it's like oh I'll just grapple hook above him on that tree and drop down and it just opens up all these different kind of options to you as a player and just makes things so smooth it's so well implemented that grappling hook yeah yeah it's definitely one of the key things that they added to that gameplay it wasn't much like it was very much a the core gameplay and shooting mechanics weren't broken in the first place, so they no. just tried to improve upon it. But no, that that addition of the grappling hook, um, the guns felt nice. Yeah, to be honest, it was. I, what I did like, I can't remember what game you had like the animation, uh, like it was like an execution kill. I think was it in five you had. Yeah, I they think took you did. that away. Yeah. I quite liked that. That was quite fun, but alas, um, yeah, the. I do like the clear down. It, it felt, the world felt very reminiscent to me of um, like a Far Cry game where you've got these little settlements that you can go in, clear down, mm. do the objective, get out, and then you're on to the next one. Mm. You didn't really bump into a lot in the world, like dynamically, there wasn't much going on there. No. Um, sometimes you'd get like a couple of overhead. What they call like ghosts or whatever. That's it, yeah. Flying above your heads. So the world felt a bit dead overall, to be honest. Mm. Um, and like you say, there was a lot of repetition. I quite like, I really like when they do missions that are sort of almost set pieces. Yeah. Like Halo 2 or 3, we had the escapes fucking on the warthog and you fucking escape. I love that. Yeah, I fucking love those out. missions where you have to like, they're brilliant. The, blow, the base it's blowing up. And they give yeah. you like eight minutes and you think, I'm never going to make it. Yeah, exactly. And you finish yeah. it with like six minutes and change. You're like, wow, yeah. that was easy actually. That's it. Or if you played it co-op, if you're, I remember I played it with Reeves going back, this is mm. Halo 3, you played it on Legendary. I think he fell off or died on the warthog like halfway through and then I just, just drove through mm. on my own and finished it. He's like, he left me. And I was like, well, timer, mate. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, 
Oh, it's good. Um, but yeah, I felt it did lack from that. It needed a couple of sort of big, heavy moments because of how sort of big and epic it felt. The story, I thought the story was serviceable. Like it was, mm. it was. I quite liked how grounded it was. It was just like you know, you've got your typical baddie. The story of him taking over, um, introducing characters. It does get it's a fucking Halo game, sir. When it starts going into all fucking AI bollocks and all that mm. um, can get a bit convoluted but for the most part I thought that yeah the story was quite sort of easy to follow for a Halo game no sometimes sort of four and five I couldn't tell you now what the fuck them two were about nah. <laughs> but characters wise yeah the villain he looks like quite a good character quite liked seeing his sort of motives and he, was, he looked quite vicious, to be fair. He was a vicious he? monkey, that one. He was, he was a vicious <laughs> monkey. Craig hadn't been with him long. No. Did you find the Craig like vigil or like little little Easter egg? I think I did see. I don't know if I found it in game. Oh, I I knew it was there before I played it, but I did find it randomly. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, like a little picture of him, and I can't remember the notes says, but it's got like uh, Craig's little head there. I was like, that's some good, like, there is some good Easter eggs. I remember like right at the beginning of the game, there was like a room I walked into. And it's like a fucking uh, games cabinet in there. Mm, I was like, mm. God, what's this room? There's some good stuff. There's like loads of like Master Chief Teddies knocking about in random bits as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. The the story is what it is. Really, it's like you say. It was. It is very short. I know them. I suppose probably the earlier ones were probably longest. You know, probably Halo One. Yeah, to I two don't... Probably like ten to eighteen hours long. Fifteen. I'll have push. a look. I'll have a look for you. Yeah. Continue. But yeah, I felt this didn't outstay its welcome. It was quite neatly packed, and it was only me going through doing clear down, but. That did make it feel more repetitive than it needed to be, to be honest. Because I did start clearing down all those fucking, uh, what was it, like the armor packs, the mm. fucking um, towers and things like that. So I was, I did get into a, a rut of, of the absolute Far Cry clear down. Yeah. But no, no, overall I I enjoyed my time. I, I liked it. I It didn't do a great deal in... Re like it was a nice refresher for Halo. Yeah, but I wouldn't say like that's it now. The Halo has to be open world from now on. This is the only way they can go. Hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I'm interested to see where they go. I'm not hugely excited for another one so soon no um we won't you know <laughs> don't don't worry no. we won't get no, one no, it's soon. Very true. don't you worry no. um, uh... i assume we will get another one down the line but yeah it's not going to be any well, time i soon. mean who knows with the timing they could announce something tomorrow but or they mm. may have already announced it by the time this airs but i i suspect there'll be some sort of story campaign added to infinite the, the term right. the the term Halo Infinite to me suggests that perhaps they'll be going in that direction. Right, yeah. But yeah, yeah. fuck no. I mean, fuck mm. knows with what 343 are up to. I mean, it's not been <laughs> a rocket. Going back to the um, How Long to Beats, so it's of that website, mm. people that don't know, people submit their kind of their timings on completing games. It's supposed to aggregate that and give I you a rough think. idea. So Halo Combat Evolved, so that's the first one, 10 hours. Ten. Halo 2, nine hours. 
Ooh. Halo 3, <laughs> eight hours. Oh. I'll skip ODST, but that was six hours. I haven't skipped it. I've said it now. So I've blown that. <laughs> Halo 4, seven and a half hours. Oh. Halo 5, eight hours. Halo Reach, I'm not in the wrong order, eight hours. Halo Infinite, 11 hours. The Behemoth! <laughs> the Behemoth game. Yeah, I think I spent about 18 in it or something, I think. But oh, wow. I'd say there was a lot of, is that, lot of clear Is that including multiplayer or not? Is that a separate... Oh, yeah, that will actually. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So, I don't know if I can get campaign. It might be in the game. I'll have to have a look. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. You know, um, yeah, overall was... I, like, I was quite happy with what I played. It, yeah. It wasn't a... It, it didn't blow me away, mm. but it wasn't one of those games where I sort of was left with a sour taste and sort of... No. I think because of the um, trouble that it had, it lowered my expectations of it. So I wasn't <laughs> expecting to go in to go, no. like, this is going to be their fucking Last of Us killer or God of War <laughs> killer. You know, like, I know this is their... Biggest game essentially, and this uh, is maybe Gears. Yeah, no, you, no, you're right. Halo yeah. historically has and probably still is, as we've talked now that. But there has, to, if if Halo Infinite's now the pinnacle, then they're in trouble. Yeah. I suspect <laughs> things like Starfield will lap it. I suspect yeah. things like Hellblade will lap it. I suspect things like Avowed will lap it. I suspect things like Fable will lap it. I say I suspect. Mm. I hope. That's what I hope yeah. for. I hope that these yeah. games fucking lap it and we get all of Sony's top games still firing on all cylinders and then Xbox have four or five of their own and it's just going to be the absolute championship. Mm. We'll never finish anything. But no. So in terms of the gallery itself, I've got these fucking keys here. Still ain't got these keys. Do I, am I unlocking the door here or are we just going to go down the pub? What are we doing with, with Infinite? No, we'll get the keys out. We'll lock it inside. Ow. Get the fucking medals out. I'm going down the line. I'm looking at the platinums. I pick one up. I put that down. (laughs) I get the gold out. Yeah. I look at that. I put that down. Uh, (laughs) I pick the silver up. Here we go. I award. (laughs) I award Philip Seymour. (laughs) I don't know what his middle name is. I think it is Seymour. See that, mate. Philip Spencer, your golden goose, Halo Infinite, in the Adkins realm, (laughs) gets a silver. Easy peasy. Phil, take that. Easy peasy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, good. I enjoyed my time. I enjoyed. The trouble is, these games do annoy people. And at that time, it did annoy me because it was this open world of clear down. This was like you say. Well, at least it weren't thirty hours of it. It was exactly that. Yeah, this it shouldn't have been dropped off as quick as it did because of how <laughs> short it was. But some weird Adkins brain mechanism happened here. It got chucked to the back of the queue. I think we had it might have been Forza as well. Well, for, maybe Forza. If Forza may have come out a few weeks before, yeah. so you may have been. So we had that. Yeah. So that I had was... that. So I had Forza, Halo. Yeah. Elden Ring and Horizon all together. Yeah. <laughs> so I had this concophony of open world bloat fest. Let's not forget, um, at the end of last year, you also done that thing where you went and played like the Stanley Parable, Torchlight. 
You, yeah. you went and found a load of short uh, what was it, Space <laughs> Marine. You went and played Space all these games Marine. just to get your numbers up, basically. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. I think I have to do this this year because my numbers are. Mine abysmal. are awful this year. They are pretty appalling. Oh, I've really. As we sit here, seven, we're into the seventh month of the year, and I have completed a whopping. Exposed the business. Nine games. <laughs> that's not even. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's over one a month. But, one yeah. a month, I suppose. But then there are games in there. There's, that, there's one that there's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that's two hours long. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Terrible. Well, really. I've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So I've done my years. I've done my years. Sent done one, done one, a years done one a month. One a month. I suppose a game should take that long. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. last year I did like 20. I did fucking loads last year. Oh, yeah, you've done loads Smashed last year. It. That was a very, very good year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Halo was happy with it, the story. I thought it looked really good, to be honest. Like, yeah. Playing it. I played it on that 4K. Uh, no, the 60 FPS. Tell you, no, I played it in 120. Oh, months. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise I had. I, I think I'd done it at, Liquid. To, for the multiplayer. Yes. So I'd, I'd hooked it up for that. And I was like, right, yeah, we'll play that 120. Forgot I'd left it on. So when I was playing that, and then there was a few textures. I was like, kind of dog rough. That's really fuzzy. So I had a little look and then realised that there wasn't the typical... Um, frame rate to what's it called mode it just goes by whatever frame rate you put it in doesn't oh, it you get okay. these one 120 60 30 yeah so like 30s full moolah 4k yeah and like 60s 1440 or whatever you fucking 60 fps 4k feels touting for series x yeah exactly like some sort of 4k monster it can't even get fucking yeah. craig to do 64k <laughs> these fucking monkeys so running good. around <laughs> he looks like an absolute brute in there at yeah, the end, doesn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, so I pumped pumped it up to sixty, and it was like, right, okay, now it's looking a bit more pretty, and then it, yeah. it does. Like, I think the cutscenes and stuff, some of the the lighting in it, and that with with the sort of fucking neon lights and mm. some of them in indoor environments look really nice. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, happy with it overall. Um, it. it it's serviceable for the time it lasts. I'm glad it didn't weren't a fucking twenty hour bug because I think I would have got sick of it by the oh, end. Oh yeah. Um, I played a couple of hours after I'd done the story and cleared a little bit down. Didn't hundred percent it. Um, no. But yeah, yeah, I think it's fine. I think I had it in the bronze category from like last oh, year's stuff. You? Yeah, it's yeah, it's just that mm. had it. I mean, it's quite short, so maybe this wasn't possible. Yeah. But needed another. They need a desert or something to go to, like just yeah, some, something did, different. Yeah. And if you weren't going to do that, then the story missions I wanted there to be different environments. But they were basically yeah. ships and yeah. like little bases. So it, yeah, you know, it, definitely. I mean, I know they've had a lot of problems three four three with Infinite being a live service game, which is you mm. know what it is—a free to play multiplayer game. You know, mm. for seventy percent of it. But I do feel like some of the, the the gameplay that they've introduced for Infinite with the grappling hook and how that translates to a more open environment is really something there. They can just cobble together a, a mm. consistent campaign for people to to go off and play. But I fear that the the if the multiplayer fails and fails and fails, that what happens after that? I don't know. We'll see. But. Mm. We'll close it down for this week. Nothing more for us to say here other than thanks for your time 
And ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.